Hi, I'm Kim Dixon, and welcome to Weber County's Greatest Generation. This project started back in 2014 when I wanted to count all of the men and women from Weber County who served in World War II. Using old editions of the Standard Examiner, I started to count. When I started, I thought that there would be somewhere around 2,000, but there are over 6,000, and I am still counting. After compiling all of this information, I decided that I would put it into a book called Weber County's Greatest Generation. It didn't take me long to discover that it was going to have to be more than just one book. So last July, I published Weber County's Greatest Generation, Volume 1, that takes place from December 1st, 1941 to December 31st, 1942. Currently, I am just completing 1943, and it will be published sometime in January, and it will be followed by 1944 and 1945. There are so many awesome stories that I won't be able to fit in the book. I wanted to save them for posterity, and so I decided to start this podcast. So let's get started with podcast number one. December 6, 1941, in Ogden was fair, and in the 40s, the headlines of the Ogden Standard Examiner talked about the faraway war in Europe with the news of the Nazis invading the Soviet Union and the uneasy negotiations in Washington between the Japanese diplomats and Cordell Hall, Secretary of State. There was a Fred McMurray movie, New York Town Playing at the Orpheum, and an Abbott and Costello movie, Keep Em Flying at the Egyptian. The Elks were holding a charity ball with dancing from 9 to 12 for a dollar a couple. If you were going to stay home, you could listen to the NBC network radio, KDYL, with the Grand Ole Opry, followed by Truth or Consequences. KSL had Guy Lombardo, a wrap-up of the football scoreboard for the day and the news. KLO had an interview with Santa Claus and Jimmy Dorsey's orchestra a little later at 10 p.m. Whatever you decided to do that night, you had no way of knowing that it was the last night of normal. Sunday morning at 11.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, everything changed. Not only for Ogden and Weber County, but for the rest of the United States and the world. And before the news was even reported, Weber County had their first casualty. Howard Dill Merrill was born on December 16, 1917 in Provo, the son of Dr. Leslie and Eliza Dill Merrill. His mother, called Dottie, died less than a month after his birth, and he and his father moved to Ogden, where they lived at 2761 Harrison Boulevard. Dr. Merrill's office was in the first security building at 2404 Washington. In 1921, Dr. Merrill married Stella Peterson. Howard did the usual Ogden things. He played sports and took piano lessons from Vera Beeson. He attended Ogden schools and graduated from Ogden High in 1936. In July of 1936, the Standard Examiner announced that he was a candidate for an Annapolis commission appointed by 1st Congressional District Representative Ave Murdoch. He would be one of 456 midshipmen. At the Academy, he achieved excellence in the operation of heavy guns, won his letter in the sport of boxing, and was a member of the boat club. His nickname was Ute. His Naval Academy yearbook reported, Hailing from the Rockies, he brought a little of their ruggedness and determination with him. Once Ute makes up his mind, not even dynamite will change it. On January 8, 1939, the paper reported, Howard Dill Merrill, son of Dr. and Mrs. Leslie S. Merrill, left Friday for Annapolis after spending the past two weeks with his parents. He is a midshipman at Annapolis. The last article before the Pearl Harbor attack was on June 23, 1940. 
Dr. and Mrs. Leslie S. Merrill, accompanied by their daughter Dorothy and son Bruce, attended June week at Annapolis, at which time they attended the graduating exercise of their son Howard Dill Merrill, who was commissioned as an ensign in the Navy. Ensign Merrill left Los Angeles on June 26 for Honolulu, where he will board the ship, the USS Arizona. The Arizona was built at the Naval Yard in Brooklyn, New York in 1914 through 1915. She was commissioned and launched on October 17, 1960. At that time, she was one of the U.S. Navy's most heavily armed vessels and was the largest ship in the Naval fleet. After World War I was over and the U.S. faced probable entrance into World War II, Rear Admiral Isaac Kitt took command of the ship and she began participating in training exercises. In late October 1941, she was struck by the Oklahoma, resulting in a hole in her part side. It took several weeks to repair before she could return to sea. She returned to Pearl Harbor on December 6th and was one of seven battleships moored on Battleship Row. The Japanese attacked at 7.55 a.m. and at 8.10 she was struck. The impact caused the munitions and fuel to ignite and created a massive explosion that reportedly lifted her out of the water before she started to sink. While 334 of her crew members survived, the ultimate loss of life was 1,117 and was about half of the total killed on that day. Ensign Merrill was one of 25 ensigns that died that day. There were 37 confirmed pairs or trios of brother that served on that ship. Of those, 77 men, 62 were killed, including 23 sets of brothers. Only one full set of brothers survived the attack. There was also a father and son on the Arizona, and both were killed that day. 900 bodies were never recovered, including the body of Ensign Merrill. In the days that followed the attack, there was little news concerning specific ships. On December 12th, Dr. Merrill was informed that his son was lost in action, and at the same time, the family was cautioned to refrain from mentioning the ship to which he was assigned, as it might give information that might give aid to the enemy. An obituary was published on December 17, 1941. Services in memory of Ensign Howard Dill Merrill, USN, Ogden's first fatality of World War II, will be held Thursday at 7.30 p.m. in the LDS 12th Ward, with Bishop Bradley H. Paul in charge. On August 29, 1943, Ensign Merrill's younger half-sister launched the USS Merrill, an Edsel-class destroyer. The Merrill served in the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean, providing destroyer escort protection against submarine and air attack for Navy vessels and convoys. She was decommissioned on May 1, 1946. In 1952, a memorial was held honoring Ensign Merrill and Herman Baker, the first Weber County casualty of World War I, by the American Legion, Baker Merrill Post on 24th and Adams. His parents and sisters and brothers were special guests. Ensign Merrill's name is listed on the Arizona Memorial National Monument in Hawaii. Ensign Merrill also has a headstone in the Altarist Marchuary on 36th Street in Ogden. Whoa, this is so much harder than writing a book. When I write, no one looks at me and sees all the mistakes I make, so I apologize for being so wooden, and hopefully things will get better as I get more practice. Please join us for podcast number two, which is a story that still haunts me to this day. Thanks.